Over a year ago, when I first decided that I was going to start this podcast, this is one of the episodes I already was excited about and knew I wanted to record because I have a lot of things I want to share on this subject. So I want to explore what makes, I'm going to call it an online educational experience. So like a course, an ebook, an audio course, a mastermind, an experience, whatever you want to call it, what makes those learning experiences actually good? Like how do you know if you should invest in a certain course? And I will kind of use the word course accommodatively, but know that it does encompasses all the other things you might call a course. And on the flip side, while I'll be focusing a lot more on how to know whether or not you should invest in a certain learning opportunity, you can also use this to answer the question of, is my own course good? Like, So if you create a course that you sell to others online, obviously you want it to be really good. So you can also look at it through that lens. And I think this is going to shed a lot of light and clarity on some interesting things that I have seen when it comes to online learning. Have you ever wondered what it's really like behind the scenes of a multi-seven-figure business? We're talking real deal, unfiltered, non-sugar-coated version. And you'd rather learn from somebody who has sold direct to consumers rather than making all their money telling other people how to do exactly what they did. Well, you're in the right place. I'm Laura, your host of Get Profitable HQ. If I can do this, starting my business as the shyest person I know and running it today with two small kids, hobbies, travel, a chronic illness, and actually a life, then I know anyone can grow a successful business. Tune in each week for value-packed content to help you feel less alone in your journey to grow your business and for practical strategies to help you get to the next level, whether that be to quickly grow revenue and profit or grow slowly and be more efficient and spend less time in your business. I don't know how many of you have had this experience, but I have found it really fascinating to just listen to what others are saying about certain courses. So I have seen one friend say, oh my goodness, this was the most amazing course ever. I learned so much. It totally transformed my business. And I think, well, that's amazing. Maybe I should take it. And then I talk to another friend and they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fine. Like it didn't really do that much. I didn't really learn that much, but it was okay. You know, I implemented a couple things and I'm like, uh, are we talking about the same course? Or I'll take a course that someone raves about and I'll be like, eh, it's fine. Or I will love a course and think it's the most amazing thing ever. And other people are like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> so why is that? Like what actually makes a course good? The first thing that I think is really, really important to note is that someone's outcome, the end result that they might have because they took a certain course does not necessarily have anything to do with how good or not good that course objectively was. So it would be possible to have a pretty terrible course, like the instructor is not clear, they don't have clear action items, they don't have a great understanding of the subject matter. Like there could be all these objective criteria in which a certain course is not that good. But if somebody learns just one thing in a course that they then go and implement and that thing could change the game for them, then it was still a valuable experience for them and they still got amazing results from it. So I think sometimes we tie the results too tightly to the course itself. And let me give you an example of this. So way back 
I think this was 2017-ish, I signed up for this coaching program. It was a little bit of one-on-one coaching with, I think, a little bit of instruction. It lasted for just a few weeks. It was, I want to say it was three or $4,000. I don't remember exactly. The focus of this particular training was supposed to be helping you to reach new audiences and kind of grow your list, which was obviously important to me at the time. Let me tell you, this was the first time that they had launched this coaching. So they claimed it was beta and they were right. There was nothing I learned in there that was like, oh, this is new to me or I can apply this. The coaching wasn't as helpful as I might have imagined. I did meet one-on-one with someone. It was not the like lead person themselves. It was someone they had hired and trained. It was okay. We mostly just talked about ideas and we didn't come up with the most concrete of action plans. And there wasn't as much accountability that as might have been helpful for them to follow up and be like, hey, we talked about this last week. Did you do this? So overall, it was mediocre at best in the way that they delivered it and all of that. Now, I'm hoping it's it could be better today. I don't know. Overall, I wouldn't say that that is something that I would just recommend and think, oh, this this coaching experience is amazing or anything like that. However, of everything I've ever done in, the, in my business, that would definitely rank as the top five game changers in my business. Like my life and my business would be totally different today if I hadn't done that coaching, even though the coaching wasn't that great. And this is why. Among all the things that we did in that coaching experience, the first thing that it did was it just got me thinking along the lines of how can I grow my list? Because I just invested about $4,000 in this coaching. So now my mind is more focused on it. Whether the coaching is any good or not, I have made a shift in my own mind to think about it. And as I started thinking about it, it got me thinking down the, the road of how to get in front of other people's audiences, because I knew that that would be a faster way to grow than like, I was already doing everything I could with paid ads. Organic is very long road to try to reach new audiences on, say, Instagram and then get them to convert over to your email list. So I thought this would be a great way to do it, but I'm not sure how. And this is what else is a little bit funny, is that I was the one who had the idea of doing a virtual summit in my industry. I brought it to the call and I was like, hey, you know, I thought I could do this, but I I don't know. All the person said was like, oh, well, yeah, you could. You could do this. I was like, oh, maybe I could. (laughs) And so I think without that coaching, I would not have had the courage to actually go out and do it. And it gave, it set aside a time for me to really think about it. And just, you know, the, I don't even think it was 15 minutes. It was probably five minutes on the call that the coach and I talked through this idea that I had of doing a summit. And that five minutes of talking about it made me realize that I had to do it. I realized that while I was terrified, I mean, y'all, I was terrified because you have to go put yourself out there and ask people to participate. It's not going to work if no one actually speaks at your event that's supposed to have a bunch of people. So I had to ask and I hated that. I mean, I thought I would be rejected. Like, why would I want to speak at her event? And I don't know. I just had a bunch of weird hangups about it. I hate asking people for things. So it was very, very uncomfortable for me to send out the invites and all that good stuff. But From that five minutes of talking about it, what I realized is that I would be absolutely livid with myself if someone else beat me to it. Like, I wanted to be the first in the organizing space to do one of these kind of summits. And I was like, I know I have to do it. But what was funny is I don't think I I don't know that I would have done it. Maybe there would have been another conversation I would have had or another something that would have happened along the way that would have motivated me to do it. But it was that one coaching experience that made me actually do it. And of course, 
doing that first summit and then growing from there, that has become an integral part of my business and has kind of changed the trajectory of my business. So it was absolutely an amazing decision. But what I want you to see is that, yes, that happened, and maybe it wouldn't have happened without me investing in that coaching, but it wasn't because the coaching itself was so amazing. And that can happen with a lot of things. Like sometimes when you buy a course, it just makes you focus on that thing, or it makes you show up better. It wasn't that there was anything the course could have done to make itself better. Even if it is amazing, it was because you focused on it. I've had a couple other experiences where maybe I joined something and yeah, it was okay, or it wasn't amazing. But one little nugget in there caused me to make big changes that made a big impact, or one person that I met and had a conversation with. So it's not always that direct of a cause result. It's not always that direct of a amazing course, amazing results. That is not to say that you shouldn't try to make your course as amazing as it can be, but that is just to say that the result can just be a little bit happenstance, even if it was the course that caused it. Another thing that I have noticed is that you tend to get by far the most out of the very first course you take in a given area. So that one already has an unfair advantage for you. And I think this is a lot of the reason why there's a lot of good courses out there on a given topic. And one person has an amazing experience and someone else is like, "Eh, it was fine. Or the whole, I didn't learn anything new. And I'm going to address that idea in a little bit. But let's say that you want to learn Facebook ads and you were someone who has never really done Facebook ads. You don't know that much about them. So you take a course, any course, uh, even a mediocre course that's half decent, you know, it it literally shows you how to do them, is going to move you way further than anything else you could possibly ever do in that arena because you're going from not knowing anything, never having done it, to actually doing it. Of course, this is assuming you follow through. Obviously, if you just learn the information and don't do it, it's not going to make a difference. But assuming that you do it, that first course that you take on Facebook ads, you're going to think was amazing and is going to make a huge difference versus, let's say myself, I have been doing Facebook ads for many years now. I've tried many things. I've taken many courses and different learning experiences. And so if I buy a course on Facebook ads, I don't have as much to gain. I mean, I already have some some ads doing well. And so it's going to be harder for the results of that course to make a huge difference in my outcome versus, again, when I wasn't doing any, it's going to make a huge difference in in the outcome. So a lot of it has to do with what is the first course you took on the topic and how much do you know about it before? Because you might be in a situation where you could already know a lot about the topic, even if you haven't really taken a course on it. Like maybe you've been blogging for seven years, you never took a course, then you take a course Well, you may already know a lot about the subject, so there's not as much to be learned or gained. And also when it comes to implementation, if I didn't have Instagram at all, let's say I I didn't do Instagram, I didn't have social media, and I started it and was consistent with it, my gains are going to be huge, especially if I already have any kind of audience. So I'm going to drive them to it and you're going to see a lot of results versus if I'm someone who has been doing Instagram consistently for four years and working really hard what it takes to move the needle is a lot more. It's a lot harder because you're already doing the things that you need to be doing. So it's going to be a lot harder. So it's just something to keep in mind and to realize when you are choosing what to invest in and when you're evaluating people's different results that they had from a course is that first one you take on a topic is probably going to be a game changer for you. And the later ones are going to be less of a game changer. Nothing to do with the course, everything to do with you. Okay, let's address this concept of 
taking a course and feeling like you didn't learn anything new. Here's the deal. There are no secrets. I mean, I know that those of us who write really good marketing copy, we kind of want you to believe that there's a secret, that there's something you can learn in this course that is just going to make everything click and make it feel effortless and is going to take your results and 10x them. There isn't. There just isn't. I have been in this online world for 11 years. I've taken tons and tons and tons of courses. I've been in masterminds. I've all sorts of learning experiences. And never once has anyone shared something with me that is just the secret. There isn't a secret. Now, there are ways of doing things. There are principles. There are strategies. There are techniques. There are tutorials. Yes, all those things are good and can be helpful. I'm not saying you should not invest in learning. I've done a lot. I continue to do it. I highly recommend it. But just expecting that it's going to give you some kind of secret, you're going to be disappointed. There isn't one. And every single thing you do requires work. Like there is no shortcut to having to do the work. Can you work smarter? Yeah, you probably can. I think you're likely, like for example, let's say that you don't, you don't know anything about Instagram. And you're like, I want to start Instagram and really grow my following on Instagram. You would have two choices. One is you could not take invest in any education and figure it out yourself. And you know what? You probably would succeed as long as you stuck with it. You would eventually succeed. I, I very much believe that. You could reverse engineer what other people are doing, trial and error. But I believe that if you had someone who just lay out the blueprint for you and tell you up front, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to think about. Here's what helps you grow on Instagram. You'll shortcut the process. You'll get there faster and with a little bit less stress and maybe a few fewer mistakes. You'll still make some, but you'll have fewer. So that's more what we're looking for is a shortcut and someone to tell us the strategies up front, but not someone to give us some kind of secret that like, whoever knows this is just going to take off on Instagram. There isn't one. There is no secret. There's no secret script. There is no style. There is no length of a reel or there is no viral reel formula. I just saw an ad the other day for, I don't know, they called it like the viral reel formula. And I was like, there isn't. I mean, Yes. Do some people take the course and get viral reels? Absolutely. Do most people who take the course and implement it get viral reels? Probably not, because there isn't just a magic way to do it. And the only way that you're going to get good at it is by trial and error, by doing it yourself time after time after time after time, and you're going to gain that experience. But there isn't a shortcut to the experience. You have to just do the work. And no course is going to give you a secret that's going to completely shortcut the work. It can make it easier. It can make it faster. But it's not going to take away the fact that you're going to have to put forth a lot of effort and you're going to make some mistakes. All right. The last thing I want to say about courses is no matter how much education you get, by far, the most beneficial thing that you can do is actually to practice the thing that you're learning, like to actually do it. For example, I'm going to go harp on the Instagram thing. I could buy every course that exists online on Instagram. There are a lot and try to learn every single thing that I could about how you grow a good Instagram following. But that alone is going to do nothing until I actually implement it, until I actually start creating X number of reels a week and X number of static posts a week, until I actually start commenting on everyone else's things for 15 minutes a day or whatever it is. Like until I actually start doing that, none of the rest of it matters. And here's what else I think is interesting is Let's say that I did that and I just watched every bit of education and I watched it, you know, paying attention, taking notes, really trying to learn. I would be less of an expert than the person who's actually gone out and done it. There's just no substitute for that experience, for that putting it out there and getting the immediate feedback of whether it succeeds or fails. 
and doing it again. So the most important thing is actually doing it. So when I look for a course, one of the things that I ask myself is, will buying this course actually help me in some way to implement it? If I think I can implement it fairly easily without ever taking the course, then maybe I don't need it. And another way of asking the question is also, if I implement today, like without taking the course, if I just start posting on Instagram, do I think this course is going to help shortcut the process? And in a lot of cases, it absolutely will. So if I'm going to be spending the time posting on Instagram and trying to grow my Instagram following, I may as well buy some courses that are going to help me get results faster. But if I'm not going to do it, then there's no reason to get any education on it. And if a course has components that help me follow through, and you know yourself, not everyone is the same. Like, is it going to be helpful to you that they have a Q&A session every week? Like, maybe you know yourself and you know you get really frustrated. If you have a question, you can't find an answer, and you know that's going to help you. Or do they have a Facebook group where you can go interact? Or do they have challenges where, where you're going to be able to go and post that you did it? Is that going to help you? You know if that helps your personality or if your personality doesn't really need that. So does the course have anything in it that's really going to help you accomplish what you're trying to do and actually get it done? And kind of tying in with this, does it fit your timetable? So for example, instead of me looking at the marketing of some Instagram course and being like, yeah, that sounds really cool. I want to post a reel every day that only takes this creator five minutes. By the way, it'd take me way longer, but okay. And see these awesome results and get all these new followers and make all these sales. Of course, I want to do that. So I see their marketing and I'm like, oh yeah, let me sign up. Well, here's the problem. If I was not already planning in my marketing schedule to set aside more time for me learning Instagram for myself or my team to actually create these posts, then I'm either not going to do it or I'm going to do it, but it's going to be at the detriment of something else that we planned on doing. So if it attracts my attention enough to really want it, I have to sit down and say, where is this going to fit in? Who, myself or who on my team is going to be able to do it? Do they have enough time to do it? And if not, is it worth taking out something else we were going to do? Because I actually think this has the potential to do better. Every once in a while, that does happen. Most of the time when I sit down and say that, I realize, oh, wait, it's not the right time. We're just going to table it. I have bought courses before because, you know, they have the open and closed door thing. And I knew it was going to be what was on our plan in Q4. So I'll just hold on to it. Or I'm like, I don't even really know when that's going to be on our plan. I'm not even going to buy it. And here's the deal. When you need to learn about a thing, I bet you there's going to be somebody selling a course on it. So I wouldn't have too much FOMO about it. So like I said, if you do know it's coming up, you know, you're going to work on something and you want the course on it, then buy it and save it for that. But it's kind of like the same thing that I teach all the time with clutter. If I want to hang on to an item and I'm trying to declutter and I think, okay, I haven't used it recently, but I'm going to, I can only keep it if I can tell you exactly what I'm going to. So I have this like beautiful platter or something that I've never used, but actually I have a gathering party scheduled for one month from now, and I know I'm going to use the platter for X, Y, Z, then I get to keep it. But if it's just like, well, I haven't used this platter in two years, but you know, someday I might have a party and it might come in handy. No, I don't get to keep it. And it's the same way with courses. If you're like, okay, I'm not doing it, you know, XYZ Instagram yet or Facebook ads or whatever the course is about yet, but I know I have it planned to do starting in Q3 on August 1st, after we've, you know, launched this thing and we have some more time in our schedule, that's when I'll do it, then great, you can buy it and hold on to it. But if it's more like, well, someday I think I'd probably like to do this, then no, don't buy it. Just wait and something else will come along. 
So I hope that's given you some insight in how to evaluate learning opportunities online. If you have anything to say about this, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram, I'm going to get Profitable HQ there. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. And you'll want to tune in next week where I'm sharing the biggest failures I've had in my last 11 years of business. Because here's the deal. While overall, I would consider my business very successful, I'm very happy with it. We all have failures and I want to help you feel less alone and I want to share my very biggest ones with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Get Profitable HQ. If you did, don't forget to subscribe, share it with your business besties and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. And if you love this and can't wait to get more, I have an entire bank of resources and more behind the scenes info at getprofitablehq.com. Go ahead and head there.